today's podcast, the catering coach Sandy Corum walks us through how you can establish a new revenue stream with take-home catering. Our next topic on Food Service Radio is take-home catering for your restaurant. Sandy Corum is the catering coach out of Richardson, Texas, and she's joining us today to talk about catering for your restaurant. Hi, Sandy. How are you? Hi. I'm doing very good. Thanks for having me. Why don't you, if you would, start by telling us a little bit about your business, the catering coach out of Texas. What exactly do you do? Well, I have owned a off-site catering company for over 20 years called The Festive Kitchen. And we not only do huge to small to very large off-site catered events, but we also developed a revenue stream that we call take-home catering that us mushroomed into now we have two additional sites in addition to our commercial kitchen where we do all of our production for our catered events. And I have a lot of friends that are in the restaurant business, and I've started talking to them because this is something that as far as take-home catering, it doesn't have to be just for a caterer. It can be for a restaurant also. And so the catering coach was formed because I am helping other restaurant owners, my tagline always uses, to reach their catering potential because many times they are intimidated by outside catering. And so this is just another revenue stream. It's take-home catering that they can do from their restaurant. and have to be a huge space that they use to sell other products to their customers that they already have. And so it's, in the economy today, you've got to have multiple revenue streams to survive. <laughs> so yeah. this is just another one to help restaurant owners. Well, you know, if you're running a restaurant and you want to come up with, as you say, a new revenue stream, mm-hmm. how do you how do you branch out to include catering? Well, as far as to include catering, the best way to do it is, first of all, you've got this database. You've got these people that come in to your restaurant every day. You just need to introduce them to the fact that, hey, did you know that we did events? Hey, did you know that we are also selling certain items that you can pick up that are not, it's not to go. It's not what they had for dinner right there in front of them on the table. This is totally different food. The restaurant's food that is just, they have to think of it in a different way so that they become the daily necessity to their customers. So they don't just think about, oh, I want to go to this restaurant every two weeks. These people could come visit them twice a week. And so it's a huge, take-home catering and off-site catering are just huge revenue streams. I'm at your website, mm-hmm. uh, thecateringcoach.com, mm-hmm. and you've mm-hmm. got a, a series of bullet points where you talk about your unsurpassed experience. Could you tell us a little <laughs> bit about, uh, in more detail, your kind of experience and why yes. you're able to help people who want to get into the catering end of things? Oh, sure. started baking brownies for a restaurant, in fact. And it has mushroomed in the last 20 years to where we do um, simple box lunches for our minimum numbers, 30 people to up to 3,000 people. We've done that for box lunches. To drop-off catering, which is where you go to a site, you drop off the food, and then you don't have staff. We do a lot of that for corporate to uh, other types of corporate catering where you drop it off, but you also maybe they want some staff there to serve it, to huge events. Um, We are uh, known as one of the premier caterers in Dallas, and I've done everything from, you know, neighbor's wedding to backyard parties to uh, the prime minister of England to two sitting presidents. 
So uh, I have a vast experience in catering. And so it's like, you know, it doesn't have to be, the restaurant owner doesn't have to go, oh, my, and be overwhelmed by all the different kinds of catering that's out there. They can kind of pick and choose what they feel comfortable maybe starting with. And I can guarantee you I've been there and done it. And so it's just, I think it's fun because I, I can get to share and help somebody because I've lost tens of thousands of dollars because of all the mistakes I've made. And so it's just fun to be able to teach people so they don't lose money. <laughs> because sometimes if you don't know what you're doing, it's a crapshoot out there. And so that's, I've just kind of found my niche as far as that with helping others with catering. Now, Sandy, as you take a look at the, the bottom line, from your perspective, what is the opportunity with take-home catering? What, why is it, can that be such a pivotal uh, addition to a restaurant business? The economy showed us one thing. This past recession that we had, you know, I think the national average, you may correct me on this, was that restaurants uh, decreased in sales, I think it was 30 to 40% nationally. Okay, my sales at the to-go, what I would call take-home catering, did not decrease, they increased. Now, why would they come to me instead of go to a restaurant? And there's two reasons. One of them is tipping. There's no tipping when you do take-home catering. They come by, they pick it up, gone, no tipping. So it saves the client money. And the other thing is time. A lot of times people, they're working more. They don't have, it does take time to go sit in a restaurant unless you're a drive through or something. And so we save them time and money. And if they can't cook, they have to go somewhere. And so we're that answer. How can operators use their existing staff to build sales? Because I guess when you take a look at taking on catering, Mm -hmm. you're thinking, okay, how many additional expenses do I have to take on too? Well, uh, the restaurants, a lot of times will have a a lag time. I've had one of my members owns a a very nice restaurant, and he is only open at dinner, okay? So look at all the time he has during the day that he can prepare. He may have to have staff come in early, and eventually as, as, as his business grows, he may have to hire more staff. But he's got all those extra hours. If he's paying rent, he's paying all sorts of overhead when he could be using it to add more income from off-site catering to his bottom line. And then a lot of times some of these restaurants sit on some nice property. And and have they ever thought about using that property, quote-unquote, as a venue? So, you know, it just depends on what kind of restaurant it is what kind of food they serve, but there's usually the time available at the restaurant to be able to prepare for some type of catering. Are there any types, any particular types of restaurants in your mind that are particularly well-positioned to extend their business and get into catering? Yes. Let me tell you the ones that I don't think would do as well. Uh, pizza, maybe, although Mexican restaurants would be able to do a lot of catering. But I think the ones that are more, which you would say, the Americana menu, or maybe very uh, light tablecloth restaurants, they already have a nice name in the industry and in, in their town, like, oh, well, this special event, I want to go to X restaurant. Oh, did you know they cater? Oh, I could, didn't know. I could get that quality food for my daughter's wedding. Or I could get that quality food for our corporate event at the end of the year this year. 
So I think there's some that are too specialized that wouldn't do really well, but they may have find some kind of niche. Let me give you one story. There's a friend of mine who owns a very, very successful barbecue restaurant in Illinois, and he does a huge amount of catering that is for weddings. And he and I have talked about this many times. I'm like, you need to change the name of your catering because it still has the word barbecue in it. Because I can't imagine the, say it's a bride, he does a lot of weddings, who wants to get barbecue sauce on her dress. Because the food that he caters for events is not barbecue. He needs to change it to his name or something, fine dining. But he is a perfect example of someone that has a huge following for barbecue, but does fine dining offset catering. So the, if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, if you you want to find extra income right now, you can do it through catering, no matter, you know, which level it is that you want to participate in. Talk, if you would, a little bit about uh, the impact of proper advertising. I guess you say there's a way Mm -hmm. for customers uh, to see your name multiple Mm -hmm. times in one week. If you spend money on advertising, take us through that. Okay. I don't spend money on advertising. Here's the deal. If they buy from me for my take-home catering, and I'll call them a storefront, okay? If they buy a product that, uh, this is not anything for an event, this is something for their home for lunch tomorrow that goes in the refrigerator. They buy a product of mine that goes in their freezer. They buy a product of mine that goes in their pantry. And each one of these products have our name on it. How many times do you go to the refrigerator every day? How many times do you go to your freezer, your pantry every day, Whose name do you see? My company would be, they see the festive kitchen name five and six and seven times a day. And so actually the client is paying me to advertise in their home because they see that label everywhere. And who do you think they're going to think of when they have a catered event? They're going to think of the festive kitchen. And so it just covers your bases. I mean, you've got them for a restaurant owner. They're going to come eat at your restaurant a couple times a month. And if you had take-home catering, they could be, like I said before, coming and purchasing something from you a couple times a week. We're talking with Sandy Corum, the catering coach out of Dallas, Texas, uh, and the subject is take-home catering for your restaurant. And have the people that you've worked with, some of your clients, uh, as you Mm -hmm. help them get started with this, what are some of the mistakes that that have been made? Where are some of the lessons that can be learned for, for restaurant owners that want to get into catering? Well, the lessons to be learned are, let me give you an example. If you are in your restaurant and you have table-side service of someone carving, uh, well, let's say beef tenderloin, if the waiter drops the beef, which would be horrendous, but if he drops it on the floor, you're mortified and the, the waiter is embarrassed and the client is like, oh, my. But you've got a kitchen three feet away that you could find something probably to make that customer happy. If you are take that same waiter in your same restaurant and you are doing an event at a lake and that same waiter drops that piece of meat in the grass, most of the time you don't have a kitchen. I doubt if you have running water. You have to bring your water in by, with jugs. But anyway, you don't have a kitchen three feet away is the bottom line. So before you leave your restaurant kitchen to do any type of catering that's off-site, you have got to have checklist after checklist after checklist and you've got to have systems in place so that you know that oh my goodness if the beef gets there and it's just bland and it needs salt or whatever you've got salt already packed 
you don't have to worry about it. So I would say that the, one of the lessons is not having checklists and thinking, ah, I can just wing it just like I do in a restaurant. No, it will not happen. It will not happen and you will have disasters on your hands. So preparation systems and checklists would be the best thing I could say. Do you have any particular success stories you'd like to share with us of folks who wanted to take this this little plunge in this area of the business and it really worked out well? Yes, I've got a couple of members of mine. We have a group called the VIP group, and we only have allowed 20 people in this group. And there's a couple of them that have started take-home catering and have been very successful. I'm not going to mention the names. One of them is in Canada. One of them is in, is in Michigan. And what it is is that it, it just – and I know I keep going back to different revenue streams, but it just gives you more revenue coming in that's a constant stream of revenue. Because in most places, a lot of times, especially if you're this person in Canada and the other one in Michigan – there, uh, Minnesota, excuse me, there's a lot of bad weather throughout the year. And so for three or four months of the year, their catering, off-site catering really hits a very, very slow time just due to the weather. And so the take-home catering really helps them have more of a constant stream of revenue. So those have been success stories for my members. The best example is my company because I don't know of another catering company that has this much take-home catering. I mean, we have over 100 items every day that we sell to people. And so I can't even imagine just doing just off-site catering for my company now because I want a steady stream of income. (laughs) (laughs) So hmm, who doesn't? (laughs) Well, final question for you, um, Sandy. If a restaurant owner is out there, they want to consider taking a look at your approach. How do they get in touch with you and how does the process work to get started? Uh, they just the best thing to do. Thank you for asking that. The best thing to do is just look at my website, which is thecateringcoach.com, or email me at Sandy. It's Sandy with a Y at thecateringcoach.com, and that's the best way to, just to email me. In fact, I'm the one that personally answers those emails for the catering coach. I will always be the one that does that because I want to make this is a one-on-one. Uh, coaching situation. And so that's the best way to get a hold of me is, is by email, Sandy at thecateringcoach.com. Okay. Sandy, thank you so much for taking mm-hmm. time today and continued success with the Catering okay. Coach. Thank you very much. 